0: To your favorite day of the week, I am Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Aaron Arsoul. This is the Hook, Aaron. So, um, I, you're, are you on Facebook? I don't even know. You're not on Facebook, are you? So
1: I, I technically have a Facebook. Yes, I haven't, I probably haven't been on it in nine months or something. Um, but at least, but I technically have it, and for the, oh, I don't know, maybe two years before this nine month period where I haven't even opened it. I literally only used it for one thing, which was, I don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) I've told you my mom listens to this. Um, My mom who doesn't have a Facebook anymore. um, I would literally, the only thing I used it for was I would, um, you know, everybody has their routine, right? Your routine when you wake up in the morning. And so part of my morning routine would be to, check my facebook but only because i didn't want to miss anybody's birthday and mm. i'm terrible at such things so facebook for years and years and years it has been just my way to keep track of people's birthdays all right and that's it and so i but i haven't been on it in nine months and now i miss everybody's birthday
0: so facebook for me has turned into because they have like their little reels thing right where okay you see like essentially it's like TikTok is okay. like um, it's like as you scroll you'll go through this area where it's just basically TikTok videos okay and then um you know back during the election and over the course of covid and all of that like i wanted to basically um rid my facebook feed of political posts and covid posts and vaccine posts and stuff like right. that i don't care about my friends opinions on any of that sorry right. friends right um and, and so I, what I did instead was I followed a bunch of like killer whale accounts and <laughs> okay. yeah. And like, like nature accounts. And so like, right. I hop on there and I get all these like nature videos. Well, those but, two, Wait, hold
1: on. I'm offended because I think you and I are friends on Facebook. Is that what they call it? Or we're at least,
0: No, like, I don't think we are. I no. I told you, I'm, I found I'm like hold hold your on. cousin.
1: Opening... You I
0: think I found your cousin on there. You're...
1: You did find my cousin on there, but I think we're friends I played
0: basketball with your cousin back in college a lot.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. He played some fucking wicked defense. But anyway, so... You know what? I am going to open my Facebook for the (laughs) first time in whatever, nine months (laughs) or a year, to to confirm that you and I are... Do they call it friends? Is that what it is? I think they're friends. Whatever. All right.
0: Facebook has been opened. All right. I want to know if I'm your friend.
1: Um... I don't think we are. Um Oh wait, we might be. Yeah, hold on. I don't even know how this works. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, Aaron Larsoul, friend.
1: Yeah, there we are. There. See? Um I have quite a few notifications as it turns out <laughs> <laughs> in 9 months. <laughs> so,
0: so anyway, my two like my my two Facebook distraction worlds okay. like merged and it was a TikTok video of nature whales no okay all right although i get those two all right um so here's the story and i promise like it's not going to be this the whole show we're going to talk about darvin ham we're going to i think it should
1: be this the whole show
0: (laughs) we're going to talk about warriors celtics and then whatever else comes up uh in between that as we were recording as we were getting ready to record shams karani and sam Amick both reported that Kenny Atkinson appears to be the front runner for the job in Charlotte, um, apparently overtaking Mike D'Antoni, which is kind of interesting.
1: The other interesting part about that is, I think since we recorded last, um, some new stuff about uh, about what's going on in Utah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's okay. so but funny, Boston. Yeah,
0: Boston, like, as soon as Danny Ainge leaves, Boston's getting ready to win a championship, and then Danny easy Ainge shows you sound up. like
1: you you know what you sound like fresh what what What? you mean Are, you, whoa there, whoa, whoa, i'm not Soakers happy of, whoa
0: there whoa whoa that is that is a step like that's like 73 steps too far <laughs> that's a
1: bridge too far okay sorry. yeah
0: but but uh Ainge shows up in utah and immediately utah implodes it's so weird crazy thing might be a correlation um so but also
1: the Quinn Snyder stuff. There's the, something weird. Yeah, what, what I mean, is, is that like he shows there.
0: up and then and Something's then you
1: there. get some weird, yeah. But now like all the well, we'll go and finish it. Yeah. Finish. All your right. So my snakes. So, so
0: all right. So so there's this girl. According to this this video.
1: Now this, now I am interested.
0: Yeah, this girl um, has a pet like boa constrictor. Okay. She okay. took um, Nicki Minaj's anaconda song a little too literally. Okay. And um,
1: is that what is that what Britney Spears had on in the video? Is that a boa constrictor that yellow like,
0: mm-hmm. probably that, yeah. probably like an albino one. Um, okay. So this girl has this um, pet boa constrictor or or Python, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at night, she started letting the Python sleep in her bed. So what? <laughs> Yeah, already okay. weird, right? Already, already in an interesting. No, place.
1: no, 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 no. Sorry to anybody that's into this sort of thing, but having a pet snake is weird. Oh, so we're oh. we're
0: steps beyond weird. I could see myself with a pet snake. I mean, it's not like it's not in my top ten pets that I could possibly have, but
1: you know, For what? I've had
0: I had a pet lizard when I was growing up.
1: I mean, whatever. Okay, fine. All
0: right. But- well, although the only reason I had that was because a bio class asked us to get a, a a lizard for the class and anyway. Okay. Um so this um this python sleeps in her bed and then all of a sudden stops eating. Just not interested in any of the food that she is laying out for this python. It would just kind of nudge it and then just turn away. From I
1: it. am officially concerned where the story is going.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So, so this, this girl's like freaking out. Why won't, why won't pet snaky, um, whatever, whatever she's, she's calling it. Um, why will not it eat? Okay. She's trying to figure it out. And she goes to the vet, tells the vet, Hey, my otherwise healthy snake is not eating. Um, okay. vet runs blood tests and stuff nothing comes back Vet asks hey what's your like normal <laughs> you could have said that white people are strange Aaron yes
1: it has got be this has got to be a white person so white people um, are strange well I mean in white fairness people are strange, man
0: you, you get some 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 black athletes who have had like pet tigers and stuff you know so like people are strange it turns
1: out that, that okay that is yes people are strange.
0: um especially when it comes to animals um, I, I but don't so get it. So this girl tells the vet, like, what's your daily routine with the snake? She says, you know, I feed it once a week, you know, normal stuff and all of this stuff. And the vet's like racking their brain. What is going on here? I can't quite figure out what's going on. And he goes, there's nothing abnormal that you do with the snake, nothing at all. And she goes, well, I mean, I do let it sleep in my bed. And he goes, oh, just out of curiosity how are you guys positioned on the bed? And she goes, oh, it lays up next to me. This I sounds
1: think like it- a, this sounds like the build up to a joke. This is a, no, okay, I swear. Ahead. No. Okay. Right. So I took, my, I took my pet python or boa constrictor <laughs> to the doctor.
0: I okay. think <laughs> you just like dive into like Rory's 20 radio guy. It's a take, Snee. It's a like, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <He's> <laughs> so, big boss, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he went to the doctor and the doctor... <laughs> said ma'am you got to treat your snake better um so so this this uh <laughs> this, this lady goes um well no the the snake uh, actually cuddles up next to me i i would imagine it likes it it, it likes the body warmth that is how she always took it and he goes oh um spooning with the snake is what when you're when well so he goes well is it next to you or does it like does it ever lie down over, like on top of you or across you or anything like that and she goes yeah actually more often than not by the time I wake up it's lying lengthwise you know along my body and she go he goes okay. that's um ma'am I don't know I how to tell you this right now <laughs> yeah ma'am I don't know how to tell you this but the reason that your snake has stopped eating is because it is starving itself getting ready for a really big meal she goes huh and she goes and then the, the the vet continues and the reason that the pet sleeps on top of you and lays specifically like you know lengthwise across you is because it's sizing you up to see if it can digest you she goes excuse me so had this lady waited like i don't know a week later a few days later to go in and talk to the vet about this this snake was getting ready to eat its owner. Don't own snakes is the moral of the story.
1: Yeah. Well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I'm never gonna go back on Facebook again. <laughs> Just feel it <this laughs> for me. I've confirmed that we are friends on Facebook and got to uh, got to tell you my feelings were hurt that you didn't know that. Um, and yeah, that's why I don't <laughs> among a thousand other reasons i, I saw don't, this i was like i don't need, I need to, to tell somebody life. about this i needed okay, to tell somebody you. well now you've told however many listeners we have so great you've told <laughs> more than just me but and that's um, the hook <laughs> <laughs> right, that'll Thanks do it for this
0: week's episode for- and this week's episode here on the silver screen and roll podcast feed <laughs> um all right i just I, I i watched that and i'm telling you i have never when seen- did you see this this was like a couple days ago. Like this is fresh. And in you've my been brain. waiting.
1: You've been waiting. I've been thinking about it since you didn't want to put it out because I heard you uh, on uh, on Lowdown this morning, mm-hmm. um, where you mentioned I would probably be hungover for for the hook. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I you right? saw this and just didn't go with it. You just didn't go with it there. You needed me to be. You needed well, to I mean, take you can't me tell a story.
0: You can't tell a one sided story and have nobody on air to react to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was. Um, I'll
0: always have the image of your face as you were listening to this thing. I was,
1: yeah. For, I mean, for those, nobody can see see us. But um, yeah, I would suspect I had a look of <laughs> horrification. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> I was horrified this entire time. Why I was horrified watching. Strange, man. Like, yeah. I okay.
0: I like of all of the because Callie, my dog, sleeps in our bed occasionally. That shit is strange too. Well, occasionally she'll start there and then we'll get in bed. And she usually leaves the bed. She's a big dog.
1: Why do you so. let your dog on your furniture?
0: Much less in your
1: bed. I love my dog. She's an indoor dog. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do another 45 minutes of this, please? It's the white half of me, I think. I, I, I guess. Cause yeah, my,
0: my Mexican family have dogs and all of them are always outside. Which seems wrong, though. It's like they live in Texas, in El Paso. It's like 120 degrees in the summer. And these poor dogs are all lying outside the tree dying. Man, go put a put a little bowl of water out
1: there. Oh, They'll be good. That's <laughs> drink Hey, drink from the hose. They'll be all right. Go find a meal.
0: <laughs> I'll just turn on the sprinklers for Cali.
1: Go find a meal.
0: <laughs> See, but that's the thing I don't want it to do because... Callie has killed stuff before, but then they just throw it up like it's just it It doesn't it's not
1: why do what is appealing about this? why do I don't understand I look I, I admittedly, I'm not a huge fan of animals. In I fairness, the only access
0: to a pet that you have regularly is your boy Devin outside. <laughs> right. That's right.
1: That's right. Let me Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's enough, by the way. That's that's close enough. <laughs> Uh, no, I love
0: okay, Callie. Like the, the affection that a dog gives you regularly is just different. It's just really it's, it's true unconditional love.
1: I don't want unconditional love. I, I get enough of, I, I get enough affection. I don't want unconditional love. <laughs> unconditional love, I would go away. Prefer <laughs> doggy
0: it. style to dogs. I get it. it I understand.
1: I told you my mom, my mama listens to this. What is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: I'm drinking water on this episode. Is the irony here? I'm um, not,
1: <laughs> which is not, which is not the irony, which is not ironic or surprising. Yeah. I'm right. not, and so I'm I not hungover from last night. We can we can talk about the reason drunk, why. But.
0: We can talk about the reason why you are neither. You might still be drunk. Well, do you want to start with Darvin Ham or do you want to start with Warrior Celtics? Uh, my boy Ham.
1: Yeah, let's start with that. Just because you it. said that, let's start with that.
0: Um, all right, so I'll, I'll, I'll you know, kind of update it from my perspective, and then you can talk about what you know about the Lakers process here. Okay. So, to me, I started this process more most interested in uh, Quinn Snyder, of the realistic tar- targets, right? I never thought Nick Nurse was uh, realistic because I never thought that Masai Ujiri, being the really good GM he is, would let let Nick Nurse out the door. Um, I thought maybe Quinn Snyder would be available and I liked the idea of a coach who has more offensive chops than Frank Vogel, but also um, has coached good defenses in the past with Utah.
1: So I apologize for interrupting you, but I'm curious about something, Mm -hmm. which is what made you think that Quinn Snyder who was as available as doc rivers or nick nurse Mm -hmm. you know meaning still still with a um still under contract with another team what made you think that he was a realistic candidate because you said you liked him most of the realistic candidates
0: more more realistic like like i i didn't i didn't i thought quinn snyder was more realistic than um nick nurse Okay. Um, I thought he was about as realistic, but, but as but Doc why? Rivers. What? I'm,
1: no. My my yeah. question is why? No, the why?
0: The why is because Utah's a freaking mess right now, and I thought they would be they would be tearing stuff down. And I thought it's easier to change the coach than it is to change the players, especially superstars there. Um, and I figured maybe Quinn Snyder would would be shown the door, or or by the way, just leave on his own because that's a mess. Like that that situation there is a mess, and he is or would be a sought after candidate should he hit the market or if he ever hit the market. Um, now I now I don't really know what he's going to do. If Charlotte's getting ready to hire Atkinson, and uh, if things continue to go south in Utah, then I'm not really sure what Snyder's options would be. Maybe go well, back to San Antonio. According
1: but- to according to uh, Woj and. Uh the uh Tim McMahon, Tim, McMahon on yeah and Mark
0: Stein who's been on that one a while
1: too. I I mean it seems like the jazz it's kind of up to him the jazz are saying you can sign this extension if you want yeah. or you can coach on your deal currently or you can walk if you want but yeah. I don't it doesn't seem like the jazz are gonna let him out of his deal and and according to McMahon on uh on uh you know the podcast with windhorse and 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 bon if I think he said he would be surprised if um, if Snyder was back. But that seemed interesting to me because, you know, the Lakers now have hired somebody like there's not a lot of jobs available. Um, So it would appear if he did step if he did want to leave Utah, that he would sit out at least a year. Yeah, I it might be that he's watched these playoffs (laughs) unfold and seen how useless Rudy Gobert would be in all of these series. (laughs) Uh, um, yes, it is traditional <laughs> bigs, or not even really traditional bigs, just bigs in general. Yeah, slow, so I, I basically footed bigs is the is the key here.
0: Because like Horford has pretty good feet, I think. Um, I Looney doesn't have the the
1: fastest feet, the quickest feet. He has incredible he, hands, though. Yeah, like, he can stay well defensively. Yes, <laughs> offensively, not so much. And for whatever yeah. reason, no, he doesn't. He has like the hips. Of a 78-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Kavan Looney, I think, is 26, by the way. Yeah. And he he moves worse than I do. And yet he still, for whatever reason, he can't move. But yeah. he's he is so good. Well, not so good. He is very capable, uh out on the perimeter defending. So yeah. yeah sorry. All right. So back but, but the, like a- so I I interrupted you about why you thought Quinn Snyder was realistic. Okay. So back mm-hmm. to back to you, uh your opinion. So uh, I
0: had Quinn Snyder become um, become available. I think he at the time, like it, heading into this process, he would have been my top choice. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, again, I, I I thought that he has better offensive chops than Frank. I don't think he's the defensive mind that Frank is, um, but he has coached good defensive teams in the past. So I figured, you know, maybe this guy would make some sense here. Um, Over the course of the process, though, the more that I kind of thought about it and the part that really won me over was the amount of respect players especially have for Darvin Ham. Like in talking to people around the league, Mm -hmm. every single person that, you know, uh, speaks regularly to players or any player that I spoke to was just like, no, this dude is going to be a great head coach. Uh, and, And so over the course and, and this, this is how process he should work. By the way, you start with one inclination and then as more information becomes available, you alter your conclusions, um, that fit the, the, the new information. So uh, as we went further and further along this path, um, ham became to me a pretty clear front runner compared to, uh, Snyder Atkinson and Stotts and and i think the lakers wound up making a really like not just a really good hire but they hired the best candidate on the market which is not something that we can say about the lakers since luke walton like the when they hired luke he was considered the the top candidate on the market um i think they had an inside path to him because of the former laker stuff uh here they you know him has spent some time with the Lakers but for the most this yeah, was, he was them as an
1: assistant
0: yeah this was them like going out convincing the top market uh the top candidate on the market hey this is what we're trying to build here this is how we see you fitting in and I think uh from start to finish I I I don't have many complaints about how they handled all of this coming from you that's a lot I know um
1: Yes. Yeah, no, usually,
0: I, this usually is followed, by the way, by terrible news. So, <laughs> apologies to everybody. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, I think maybe even including the guys that weren't technically available, um, but had you know that have current jobs or had mm-hmm. current jobs and still have current jobs. I think from the beginning, um, he was the best candidate and above nurse. I mean, (laughs) Nick Nurse is a fantastic basketball coach, but like the idea of the coach, I wouldn't say that about. Okay, but the idea of him like actually being available is is a different matter. Um, So we'll put him aside, I guess. Um, Nick Nurse is great but i i and i agree with you that um the lakers were had a, had a very good process in this and were pretty deliberate even like in the face of some criticism about how deliberate it was mm-hmm. um and even with speculation that they were waiting for other candidates
0: but i always thought that was stupid personally yes. i thought i yeah. thought the, the whole doc rivers storyline was just reporters having a better relationship with doc rivers than they have with darvin ham
1: bill
0: plashley especially
1: (laughs) we've talked on this show a lot about um pay attention to where information is coming from and how that uh who who it benefits and who would want that out there and why um so i'm not going to disagree with you um but I, i think the other part of it that is important here is that I mean, and everything you said about him is correct, right? He won a championship as, as a player. He has experience, right? It would be like, other than he has head coaching experience in the NBA, it is basically everything that you would want. Mm-hmm. He's won as an assistant. Um, he, won as a, he won as a player. Um, there are people all around the league, as you alluded to, that speak incredibly positively of him. Um, He is known for holding people accountable, like all of these wonderful things. Um, But I also think what is important here is the Lakers have a reputation recently, especially of kind of only going after their own or only wanting their own, right? Luke Walton played and all the guys, a bunch of guys that were signed, had, you know, former Lakers, bring back the former Lakers coaches, all of that um and he isn't yes he was an assistant for i think uh a cup what, of tea two years i think um in the the d'antoni years back in the day he was an assistant mike for Brown. A st- was it no i think yeah. it was was it mike brown
0: mm-hmm.
1: i thought it was Danton. oh okay the only anyway. reason
0: i know this is because in the slack sabrina just dropped a picture of him standing behind mike brown
1: got it okay
0: he was on like um, like steve clifford was on that staff uh, Quinn Snyder also on that staff, yeah. really good staff that, that Brown put together. So just the- sucks. that Brown sucks as a head coach. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <That's> easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> you're not going to make any Kings fans listening to this happy. Um, <laughs> if you're a Kings fan listening to this, you aren't <laughs> happy ever. Like what is there to ha- be happy about if you're a Kings fan? I mean, not a lot, <laughs> not a lot. Um, but anyway, other than that, and like other, so I will also give the Lakers credit for kind of shying away from the two things that just go and get the best candidate. And he's the best candidate. Um, two things that have at, at some points, been held against the Lakers in, you know, like decisions about players and coaching decisions is we want to like, keep it only in house or keep it only in the family, basically. Um, and also that's one and the other one is the like star you know having your eyes on stars only you want names and stars and all of that and darvin him isn't that right he's Mm -hmm. not the big name splash hire and yes he has a brief time as an assistant coach um with the lakers but it's not like it's not a laker retread and it's not a star so i think the process was great and i think that we'll say this now and we won't know for some time, but I think the Lakers got the best coach available. Yeah. And, and
0: the other thing, like, so they have arrived, I think at, at good places before, like they have, they have, you know, Frank Vogel comes to mind is like, it was a interesting process that helped them arrive there. And then Frank wins a championship. So like that, interesting process or bad process, honestly, um, led to a positive result. And at that time, I, you know, I kind of stored in the back of my mind, and probably said so publicly a lot, that like, while they might have arrived at a good coach, that bad process indicates, you know, some potential future failure, and we have seen it, right. And and I think what is important to me, not just that they hired the best candidate here, but that it, it appeared to be good process, right. um, In doing so, that indicates to me that hey, maybe, maybe they're learning a little bit, which is you know, it, it, it all that really matters to me in in this is that like this this um, this brain trust, uh, this front office that made a bunch of mistakes last off season, need to learn from those mistakes and, and make up for those mistakes. And one way to at least start that process is to go through a good process in hiring a head coach and arrive at a positive result in hiring the best candidate on the market. So like, this is all, all around a, a, a very good day, I think for uh, Lakers fans and the Lakers organization. Um, what, what can you say about again the the some of the like what which report made you roll your eyes the most over the course of this, knowing what you knew about the Lakers process? like was there anything that you know for for those who were paying attention at home mm-hmm. anything that they might think that is just not true, or what's the furthest thing from the truth as you know it compared to as it was? pervade over the course of their search for a head coach?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, two things. One was, uh, the, like all the names being thrown around, you know, the like name names of people that had other jobs that Mm -hmm. like the Lakers were slow playing because waiting for those guys to maybe become available. And, um, the other one was <laughs> even with, uh, and you actually, you and I talked about this or not just you and I, but in, in the Slack about the announcement. Um, and if that, if anybody was fearful that something weird was going on, why hasn't it been been announced or they, do they not want to pay him? All of that stuff. Um, Hey, in fairness,
0: This is the first, uh, we are now three days into June. They might not have wanted to pay for
1: May. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, and yet. There have been multiple reports that he, not just multiple reports. I can tell you this: that he's been around the facility and has been doing head coach stuff. He
0: did some unpaid internship. Is that what? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Actually, he got me. uh, He got me coffee when I was at the facility the other day. So, (laughs) shout out. Appreciate that, coach. He made me Uh, some copies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I want to get back to the whole, um, the whole thought that the Lakers were slow playing this and waiting for Coach X, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, Doc. That was always really interesting to me um, as kind of a a weird look into the world of sports journalism. Okay. Um, So, I'm gonna try to say this delicately i'm the don't i'm the one that has
1: to do that you should just say whatever no, i mean it. i
0: i i do need to have relationships with some of these journalists so i got to be careful about how i say
1: oh, 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 oh okay you're gonna you're talking you're gonna say it about the journalists i'm not i, I can rip them i thought you were gonna say it about yeah. okay go ahead
0: no i mean like i i think i think doc was floating it out there as a means to get philly to to let him walk um or maybe get a raise out of philly for keeping him around Uh, i i I think that was that was a a potential thing that was out there but i think specifically when it comes to journalists um we have a job to do i'm not a journalist but like we who are in charge of tasked with creating content around these uh sports teams Mm -hmm. um we have a job to do that is made easier when the people that we're covering uh, treat us a certain way, uh, make themselves more available than they necessarily have to, Sure, um, are willing to answer tough questions, all of those things. And, and I think from his time in LA, I think a lot of LA based uh, journalists and, and or columnists or radio personalities tv personalities they have a, a relationship with doc rivers from his time with the clippers and had the lakers hired doc they would have had access to those better quotes he is a great quote like when he wants to be and even when he doesn't want no, to be
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe even better when he doesn't want yeah to be, right yeah.
0: even when he doesn't want to be he'll still say things that are noteworthy and help you create content and right. I'm not going to be so cynical as to say, like, this is the only reason that was going on there. That was all that was going on. Uh, I do think that, you know, I'm sure that these people heard from various sources that X, Y, or Z was going on. But I. I do think it's human nature. Like, we saw this with Byron when he was the head coach that... He was he was very available for reporters at that time. He treated mm-hmm. reporters really well. He answered mm-hmm. questions and he gave great quotes. And I think while he was in the midst of being the worst head coach in Lakers history, um, he was treated with with uh, <laughs> kid gloves by the people who didn't want to throw him under the bus and and didn't want to lose access to those great quotes. So uh, I, I just thought this whole process here with um, with with Doc specifically, and the reports and the rumors swirling around him had a lot to do not necessarily with whether that was actually going to come to fruition, but almost more wishful thinking from those involved whose jobs would have been easier with Doc as the head coach than they might be with Darvin Ham. And Uh, we don't even know how Darvin Ham is going to handle that part of it too. No, they and have it's to...
1: probably it's probably you're you're i think you're possibly right i will say this he doc rivers isn't a candidate wasn't a candidate was mm-hmm. never considered um but you're probably right and i would guess that form of journalism is laziness right because you don't want to have to build a new relationship yeah um but again and i said this earlier and we, you know, whatever. Ten months ago, when we started doing these shows, you and I talked about always. And I think, I think we started this topic came up with um with Ben Simmons stuff last off season. You always have to consider where, yeah, who
0: stands to benefit, who's, who's saying X, y, it, yeah,
1: and that can give you and what they're saying. Why are they saying that? Who stands to benefit? And then you probably have a guess of you know where it's coming from um and it's pretty it, i mean it is very and i and i get it because there is like <laughs> what are what are you and i going to do like a month from now right there is like a content monster you have to feed and there has to be stuff you have to have something all the time all the time all the time um and so a lot of it is speculation a lot of it is nonsense um but I do understand it, right? Because and it comes from from all sides, right? There is a benefit to to content creators, which journalists are at this mm-hmm. point. Um, there's a benefit to them, but there is also a benefit to whoever their their source is, right? Whether it's a player or a coach or um, an agent or whoever or the front office person. There is so I understand it um, why it happens, but not everything you hear is like and, and by the way and people in inside teams laugh at this shit all the time they're like oh okay like so you literally have no idea what you're talking about and people just laugh at it um and that can damage relationships um but i do understand like there is a there is a and and the and the the sources players coaches gms whoever i think the the ones that are best at it in dealing with this stuff understand that writers podcasters whoever uh tv people they have a job to do Mm -hmm. so i think the ones that that do it best they understand that but like most of the shit is just nonsense (laughs) like most of it is just like columnists are different because they are supposed to give their opinion but like people reporting stuff Most of it is nonsense. Most of it is just wrong.
0: Well, I I think that's where Maybe not most of it, a lot of it. Yeah, I I think one place that that really hurts us as a society, and this is gonna get deep, but like Mm. but Uh, do I have to open Facebook again? (laughs) But like I think where it hurts us as a society is average Joe isn't Mm -hmm. journalistically trained. And they don't like, and, and I think we see this a lot, man, this isn't going to make me very popular in Lakers Twitter, but we see (laughs) this a lot. When have you been popular on Lakers Twitter? It's been, it's been a long time. Um, (laughs) it's never happened. Uh, but, but like we see this a lot with Lakers Twitter in, uh, the way that they analyze reports from various reporters. Right. Um, I remember, you know, you could go through any kind of rumor cycle and they'll say, oh, well, Woj doesn't have access to the Lakers. He doesn't have links to the Lakers. Palinka's done a show for Woj, like on, he's been on Woj's podcast before. Um, I saw the other day, someone saying that Mark Stein doesn't have, uh, sourcing within the Lakers isn't tied to the Lakers in any real way. Mark Stein, uh, was on the West coast for a while. And mm-hmm. went to Cal St. Fullerton, and and, and uh, covers the league wide, and has one and a half million Twitter followers. If you're with the Lakers and you want to get word out there, you probably reach out to Mark Stein to help you do so.
1: So you know, let me make, let me interject one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when people say that kind of stuff, um, let me, uh, this isn't about the Lakers specifically. This is just the NBA as a whole or like into each, uh, organization, considering each organization, like a monolith is you're doing it wrong, right? Like yeah. you don't have sources with the Lakers. Okay. Well, you're telling me no one, or you don't have, right. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have Hornets sourcing. Are you sure? Yeah. Cause not everybody in every organization is always 100% in alliance with each other. Yeah, there can be, there can be many factions and not even like nefarious stuff. Like everybody, right. There's any,
0: you have all of these people who have these different ties throughout the league. Like that's how this shit works. And, and you know, the reason I bring up the, the, the two specific examples with Woj and Stein, and I could go on down the line here. Right. Um, it's funny that those kinds of comments only come when Woj or Stein or Amick or Shams is reporting something that you don't like. Right You know, it's right. never like we, we never when if Stein reports, hey, the Lakers are, are getting I'm not saying Stein has sourcing that would say this or anything. But if Stein were to tweet out or write in a sub stack in five minutes, the Lakers are prepared to trade Russell Westbrook to the Charlotte Hornets for X, Y or Z. I don't think very many people on Lakers Twitter would be like, "Oh, well, Stein doesn't have sourcing with the Correct. Lakers."
1: Like that, it's and, only, and the reports are only credible if you like.